Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. But I have double the surprise, because I have two guests instead of one. I have on Zoom with me right now, Brian Parkerson, and he is the director of Blood Repentance. And I have Honey Gregory, who will be playing Elizabeth in Blood Repentance, and she also was Honey the Mail Girl in Joe Bob's Drive-In Theater. Hey, honey. Hey, Brian. How you doing today? Hey. Doing good, man. Doing really good. And so, honey, honey's got that crazy resume, man. She was in Drive-In Theater. She's also in Monster Vision. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then she's yeah. like this super kick butt lawyer prosecuting at theaters near you. No, ah! <laughs> don't lie. Prosecute. I don't prosecute anybody. I'm not a prosecutor. What I'm a family I was looking- law attorney. When I was looking, uh, like researching Honey a little bit just to see what she was in and, you know, to make sure, I, you know, when I ask my questions, write them all up, I do my research on everybody just to make sure I have all the right information. I'm like, lawyer, lawyer, is this the right person? Lawyer. <laughs> they kept coming up, yes. lawyer. And I'm like, well, maybe it is the right person. That would be me. <laughs> so I'll start off with Brian um, and then I'll go to Honey. It's basically going to be the same question for both of you. So, Brian, how did you get your start into filmmaking? And then, Honey, after he answers, um, how did you get your start into acting? Okay. Well, um, for me, it was, uh, I, although, I mean, really the big answer is getting older. Um, I'm nearing 40 and I, <laughs> I've got an established career. But I, I realized that I'm, I mean, the honest answer is I'm not really happy doing what I'm doing. And uh, just the way I'm wired, I can't, I can't do a job I hate. I can't stay in a career I hate. Life's too short. And I, so I started going on this sort of introspective journey, trying to figure out what it is I want to do with my life. And one of the things I, I first did was start a podcast. And that's actually how Honey and I met. Um, I became really good friends. She was one of the first people I called to come on my show. Um and as I started pursuing the podcast, I realized making films is what I wanted to do. So a friend of mine had actually challenged me to do like a, a two minute, just short with a friend of mine, just he wanted, because I had asked him to be a part of my company. I started a company called Don journey productions. And, uh, well, he said, well, I want to see that you're serious about it. So I want you to make a little two minute video with your friend. And, uh, that two minute video became blood repentance <laughs> and it's, uh, it's got a full cast, got a full crew. It's um, we're, I mean, we're still in production. We're, uh, we're picking up production again uh, next week and uh, we're hoping to be done right at the beginning of November and, and have it in the can and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what about you, honey? How'd you get your start in acting? Um, well, I'd always wanted to be an actress. It was a dream from when I was little. I mean, really little, like four or five, maybe. Um, fell in love with Elvis Presley, and I wanted to be in Elvis movies. And, of course, I didn't know that <laughs> I couldn't be. I just knew I wanted to be. And it was always a dream, and I always talked about it. And then I, I graduated high school and got married because I really didn't know how to become an actress. You know, I didn't really have that family support, that parent that puts you in every, you know, play and every modeling contest and all that kind of junk, you know, that got you out there. I didn't have those kind of parents. So after my divorce, I just decided I was going to figure it out. And I went and found them. I went literally looked in the phone book (laughs) (laughs) and saw modeling agencies in there, called them 
a couple of them called me back and then I actually was going to sign with one of them and I went and met with them and they sent me out on an audition and it was a weird situation. Uh, the guy was creepy and inappropriate. And so I called him and I was upset. And then the kind of, you know, the word of mouth at that point, you know, I was kind of putting feelers out like, Hey, does anybody know? And then I learned uh, the right um, agency to go to. And I went and they picked me up and it was Katie, um, uh, Kim Dawson, Kim Dawson uh, agency, and they were the best of the best in Dallas. And I was lucky enough that they agreed to represent me and they started sending me out on auditions. And I was like, whoa. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, Brian, for those that are unaware, what is Blood Repentance about and where did this idea for this film come from? It's it's a vampire story about loss and redemption, ultimately. Um, that's sort of the Cliff Notes version of it. Um, you know, uh, gosh, this, you know, nobody's asked me where the idea came from. That's a great question. Um, I think like so many things in my mind, it just kind of randomly popped in my head. I was trying to just sit and think of a, a good story. And I actually was watching a, I think I had the idea for like a vampire story that involved friends going to search for a missing friend. Um, but I was actually watching a, a video on YouTube about good screenwriting. Um, cause I had no idea how to do any, how, how to do screenwriting. And it started kind of breaking down what a story is and the different, you know, every, every, every screenplay has a certain format. It falls every one of them. You, you get the outliers. People have been doing it for a long time. They can kind of break the rules and get away with it. But for the most part, every screenplay has a formula that it follows. So I started taking notes and what was really weird is I, I had no idea how involved and thought provoking and, um, I don't want to say difficult, but, but it's, it's, you have to put a lot of thought into your screenplay. Cause as I was writing it, as I was putting the pieces together, mm-hmm. I would realize, well, there's a plot hole here. Or there's a plot hole here. I've got to explain this, you know, and it, and it really felt like putting together a puzzle. So I was just kind of sitting there on my phone in a little note app, just kind of going back and forth. Like, okay, if I have this here and I have this character here, then this is my ending. And the best piece of advice that the video I watched gave me was you always, it's it, this guy said that like, I can't remember the exact percentage, but a high percentage of screenplays are abandoned because people can't figure out a way to end them. So he said to start your screenplay with your ending and work backwards. So I knew how I wanted to end it. Now I just had to kind of make my way to the ending, you know? Um, But it it just, I don't know. It's uh, it just, it just popped in my head. And I think the story just kind of evolved over time. You know, the, the, the screenplay itself has been through, 13, 14, 15, maybe more drafts. Um, I've, I've actually still got a couple more changes I've got to make. Cause we've, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with independent films, you know, it, it, there's the, a lot of audibles get called pretty constantly, you know, you get cast changes and location changes. And so it's uh, so I've actually got to, to, I've got to make a couple changes for the the upcoming production, but for the most part at its core, it, it is what it is. The meat, the meat of the story has not changed. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So honey, how'd you get involved with this film? Brian. I want to hear you tell the story. You tell it. Oh my gosh. You're expecting me to remember? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. We were talking and um, he was talking about shooting and casting and doing this and telling me about the story, yada, yada. And we were just, you know, talking on the phone. And um, my daughter and I were trying to plan a little getaway and every year we go to Kentucky and uh, 
she wanted to go somewhere different. And last year we went to Tennessee and she kind of wanted to go to Tennessee again. Mm -hmm. But because um, our family was the family that was one of the four families that settled and, and started, was it Surville? Sur Severeville. Severeville, however you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. um, so we went last year to check that out because that was like my great, 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 great seven or eight generations back grandpa who helped um, uh, was one of the original people that it settled there and built the fort. So she kind of wanted to go back to Tennessee. And I was telling Brian, like, we may go to Tennessee. I don't know what we're doing yet. And um, somehow we had this conversation. I said, well, we, if we go to Tennessee, maybe we'll come by, you know, go a little, you know, come through there or whatever and say hi. And then the next thing I know, our conversation was like, Brian calls me, oh, I have an idea. You know? <laughs> I found so I found the text conversation. I just did. Oh, you did. I, I just I, I just put my IT skills that. to use. Okay, so this was June seventh. That that morning started out with a meme from you that was kind of funny. And what was it? I can't remember. It was the one about the guy blowing up the bathroom, and then I sent you the YouTube video about the guy at the I think it was like a Home Depot or something, and he oh. they called in the bomb squad yeah. because he he told everybody y'all need to get out. I'm about to blow up the bathroom, and it, and he was just so th that's how that morning started. We were trading potty humor, and um and. She, <laughs> Um, honey, <laughs> I, 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 of all the things I can't remember, I remember that for some reason, but, um, so we were talking about, uh, the, the actors being volunteers and you were kind of gauging what does the acting space look like? Cause you're wanting to get into acting. And for whatever reason I said to you, if you're feeling stir crazy, you're a thousand percent or 10,000 percent welcome to come hang out on set. And you said, remind me where you're located again. And I told you. And you're like, well, let me talk. You, you want to talk to Hannah about it. And so later that day, uh, I, I, I got to thinking and you, uh, I got an idea for the film. And I said, you know, if she does come down to visit, because you had mentioned you were going to, you were planning to come to Kentucky and you, maybe you could make a pit stop where I'm at. So I got to thinking, so I called one of my business partners. I couldn't get a hold of the other one. They were okay with it. And I, Although I didn't have unanimous consent, I didn't care. I was going to make an executive decision because I was like, if I can get honey in my movie, I'm getting honey in my movie. So, <laughs> so I called her. I said, hey, I've, I've got some fun news. She goes, well, I'm all about fun news. So, And I pitched the idea to her. And and what we ended up shooting was quite different than what I pitched. But um, I, I'll tell you, that was a nerve-wracking week and a half, man. I I, uh, I was I was convinced in my brain that something was going to happen to keep that from happening because I, I could not believe <laughs> – the very first movie I'm ever making, I've got Honey Gregory in it. I'm like, there's no way this is going to happen. And and what's funny is it came close to coming true because I ended up having a COVID exposure, and mm. I and and I started getting like seasonal allergies or cold or something. But I took like three COVID tests; they were all negative. I'm like, okay, it's fine, you know. So honey, so Honey came down. We met for dinner, and it was it was weird because it it felt like we had known each other for. 20 years like, yeah, it's bizarre. It, it, it's like i was meeting you know, like family or something so. it really it really was and and we and then we 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 made the film that night man and it's uh and her, she her scenes were fantastic i mean she she gets out there she just lights up the room she comes in she's friend she, honey's one of those people she walks on set and like it's her set you know just because she has that kind of like just she's awesome and and she's <laughs> friends with everybody I mean, literally friends with everybody. She's getting pictures of people, you know, and, and then we, then we get into this big discussion. That whole day was pretty funny actually, because 
if we if we rewind a little bit, we can go to like where I needed to get outfits for her. Oh, because yeah. we, because we were gonna have you to ruin the clothes. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I so I go to like Marshall's or Ross. I think it was Ross. I went to Ross. Ross. Yeah. And I'm I'm standing in the women's clothing aisle and I'm just standing there staring because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so completely <laughs> lost. I'm just like, I have I have no idea what I'm doing right now. She had sent me sizes, but for whatever reason, there was this disconnect between the information I'm looking at on my phone and the clothes, like somewhere between my phone, me and the clothes, like I just couldn't make it connect. Right. So I, I called her and thankfully she answered. And after laughing at me about it, she thought it was pretty funny. She, uh, she, <laughs> I think you laughed at me. She, she, I'm she, sure she probably did. I think Hannah uh, and I were going somewhere or something. But oh, you, we you guys were we yeah, driving. Y'all, no, we y'all, in the car. We're going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you, you got, you were driving down. It, it, you, it was your trip down. It was, was that, that same day. day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I think it was the same day. So I'm, I'm like trying to figure out what I'm doing. She's walking me through it. So I got off the phone with her. I felt about 20% more confident, but I still felt lost. There's this like random little old lady standing there in the aisle. So I just walk up to her. I explained to her what I'm doing. Like, can you please help me buy clothes? Cause I don't know what I'm doing. So I finally got like four outfits together and, uh, and you did good. They were good outfits. Yeah, but but then yeah. but then then came the indecision about like what to wear, you know. So she's like, "Well, what do you want me to wear?" I'm like, I, "Whatever you're most." She I, my answer kept was was whatever you're most comfortable with. That's what. Well, but what does the character want? Like, I'm like, what, whatever's comfortable, you know. Like, you're gonna have to wear this all night. I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel comfortable. And right. And it, so there was there was like this just back and forth. But like you know, so she went and tried on different things and. Uh, and the one you settled on, it was a, it was a gray shirt and jeans. Yeah. And it was perfect. It actually was perfect because it was very real. It was you know, very comfortable. So you got your wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you know, in my mind, I'm just my I'm I'm sitting there like I think I think what was really weighing on me is she gets attacked in the scene, and I was really I was really worried about that scene. I was worried about her feeling safe. I was worried about Corey feeling safe. I that that. I just had a lot and I just had a lot of anxiety anyway about the whole day, you know, cause like yeah. one of the things she did that really touched me is she actually texted me earlier on and just told me she was nervous. She was anxious. And that I meant was. a lot. It was a nervous wreck driving well, down there and to be in this thing. I'm like, my God, I haven't, I haven't acted in a hundred years, you know, that meant a lot to me. It really meant a lot to me. Cause that told me that she cared. You know, she she cared so much about what I was doing that that she was actually nervous about it. You I know, think I like, said something to Hannah like, "Oh my God, what if I suck?" <laughs> and <Hannah laughs> goes, oh, Mom, you'll be fine. And, and she knocked it out of the park, man. I mean, like she literally she got so. And, and what was funny is we we wrote no dialogue for this, mm-hmm. um, and so there was a lot of freedom for her to sort of just ad lib and, and do what she felt right. like the character needed to do, and and she did. I mean, mm-hmm. like. She, you know, at one point she like starts slamming the door, which was right. not in the script and it worked. I mean, like if you, if, if you look at the footage, I've got some BTS of it. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. I mean, she just really, that's the sign of a good actor or an actress. Like if, if you can not only act with dialogue, like it, it goes, when you, when you can go beyond dialogue and, and act with your face, mm-hmm. with your expressions, with your emotions, um, just with what you're doing with your body in general, that's that's true acting that's yeah. good acting and she knocks it out of the park and like i said everybody just fell in love with her you know i mean everybody she, she walks wonderful. in everybody there was great they're all great they're nice and fun funny awesome. and yeah you could tell it was everybody's funny. a real close-knit group you know all good friends 
All right, so honey, you play Elizabeth in this movie. So, what can you tell us about Elizabeth? Who is she? What what is she, what can we expect from her? I know the NBA are. are... So, I can't tell you the tough. But so here's the tough part. It's a short film. Okay. Um, I've packed that one scene. Okay, but what's fun? So here here's what I will tell you. Um, I packed so much into the screenplay in terms of twists and plot mm-hmm. development and things like that. We actually have to keep a lot of it close to the vest because to really give anything to talk, talk about it gives something away, believe it or not. But what I can say is when you look at Honey's character, it's going to look like she's a minor character, but she's actually an integral character. Um, so while her part may seem small in the film, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually I already have an idea for a sequel in mind that I want to do. Okay. And she's a big part of the sequel. Okay. Nice. Um, so I so can her, only I can only go for like the evening, so I couldn't like stay all weekend or anything. But um, <laughs> so he worked me in. <laughs> nice, nice. So, honey, a uh, little birdie told me you are an author and a uh, podcaster as well. So, uh, oh, <laughs> what, what can you uh, tell us about your your uh, writing work and uh, your podcast? Do you want to promote any of that? Well, um, podcasting. I started. Um, doing some shooting in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then we did eight episodes before March 20. No, we did six episodes before March, 2020. Mm-hmm. And there things started shutting down. So we hurry up and did two more episodes and then things shut down for a year. So everything got put on hold because my podcasts were in person in my office okay. and it's in kind of a lounge sitting and we videoed mm-hmm. it and it's on YouTube and mm-hmm. on, um, Oh, I forget that thing. Um, Liz, 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 uh, can't think of the name. Anyway, it's on Apple and all those other ones. Um, But um, it all shut down. Mm. So we just quit. And then it got really expensive because, you know, now everybody's like, well, we can't do it here this time. We can't do it that time. And I'm sick and they're sick and are we going to wear masks or not? And it just got so weird. And then some people yeah. were like, well, are you going to vaccinate? A, you know, do we have to be vaccinated? It's just the whole thing just got weird. Yeah. And I said, stop. I just can't. Yeah. No. And it was really expensive. It was about 500 bucks an episode. Wow. And the business business had slowed down almost to a halt because of COVID. And I was just like, okay, it's just not meant to be right now. Just let that one go. Right. But um, I mean, I'm halfway through writing a book um, for divorce, and then I'm writing another book that's related to divorce, Mm -hmm. and then I've done some fun little books for uh, Take to Conventions, but Brian's probably talking about my movie script, and I'm I'm in negotiations right now on that, so I can't say much. Right. Well, first of all, how do you know that I said something? Why, why, Why do you assume that it was me that said it? I know. You see the little birdie? I know. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> pesky contracts, though, right? They can't, they have everything tight-lipped. I know that too well, yep. Uh, but uh, I'm sure when uh, you do have more information about all that and you are allowed to share all that, it, where would uh, anybody that's watching this be able to find that information out? Well, right now, it's probably all on social media because Brian yeah. and I have been talking about creating a... Um, a website, but we just haven't got there yet. We've both been so busy, mm-hmm. but uh, he helped me set up some 
social media pages. Okay. So we've been putting stuff on there. Awesome. Brian, Brian's been very, very helpful. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Not a problem. So, Brian, um, is there going to be or will there be an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign? And if so, how can people donate? And what are the perks that you would like to highlight? That's a, that's a great question. That's been a very hot topic of, of late. Um, I think there will be. Um, we are going to need a lot of it's going to be finishing funds, you know, as the project's gone on, I've been able to get equipment and other things that we needed through my business partners. And, Mm -hmm. but we're going to need, I I would like to pay my crew. Um, I I would love to pay my cast, my crew. Uh, and we're, we're going to try to get it in festivals. So we're, we're definitely going to need some finishing funds. There, there, there are some things that we will definitely need money for. And I have some, and I've been, I've been thinking about perks. Um, you know, like I've got a, uh, I've got a, a t-shirt that she wore and that she signed it. We tried, we attempted to sign it. It's sort of, it's sort of signed. I mean, your full name's on it, but it's not like a, <laughs> it's not it's hard a to sign. It was hard to sign with that pin on that shirt, but we tried. Yeah, we did. So it's, so it's, it's an attempted signature on, on a, a shirt that she did wear. You know, I've actually got the dish glove she had on during the scene. Yeah, that uh, hilarious. I've got the plate. I've still got the plates. I don't know if anybody would want the plates, but I've got, I've got some stuff like that. I've, I've been considering doing things like, you know, maybe we could do a, um, like a podcast with, with somebody, you know, if somebody wanted to donate like a thousand dollars or something, I would, I would put together a podcast with the cast and crew, including honey. And we'd, do a podcast together, you know, Yeah, of course. I, I might. So yeah, you know, the, the big one, I was like, if I can raise $10,000 for this movie, if I can raise $10,000 now, I don't know if you use video or not for this podcast, but for those of you who can't see three quarters of my screen is my beard. Okay. My beard is that. Big. <laughs> um, bigger. Yeah. So if I can raise $10,000 for this project, I'm going to let, I'm going to get the camera rolling. I'm going to get everybody together and they're going to shave my beard off. Um, oh my gosh yeah but that's that's gonna have to you know that that's that's gonna have to be for 10 grand like or they you people are gonna have to pay for that if they want to see that um and i'll and i'll 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 put the picture on facebook and for that you know for a month i'll i'll rock my clean shaven face it's gonna be terrible nice but um but you know that's how dedicated i am like i i don't i don't care if i make any money off of this i want to pay my people because i've learned in doing filmmaking you're nothing without your team yeah. You know, I don't care how good of a filmmaker you are. You can't do anything without a team. And my team has, I'm sitting here talking to you today because of those people. Yeah. You know, um, so I want to do something big to say thank you. And if I can pay them, I, I also want to premiere the film at, um, there's a local theater here in Knoxville where you can actually uh, play indie films. So I want to, I want to do, I want to do it up. I want to do like a, like a red carpet thing. I want to invite everybody, get our families together. I want, I want to really say thank you to my, to my team. Um, yeah. But at the very that least, might be, that might be pricey. You might wind up spending most of your money on that. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't go that. I, I definitely don't want to like Indiegogo for something like that. I'll, I'll put it on a credit card if I have to, but um, you know, I just, I just want to, I want to pay my people because they, yeah. they've worked really hard and they've stood next to me and believed in what I'm doing. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm here right now because of them. And, and I, and I, I want to, I want to pay them and I want to thank them, you know, absolutely. I mean, what, what's cool too, is, you know, honey, like she and I are, are really, really, really close friends, but she's been with me this entire journey. I mean, she, she literally, I, I reached out to her probably my second week into trying to do to I, I wouldn't even do in the filmmaking yet. I was, I was just pursuing the podcast and she's, she's literally watched my journey into this from, from the start. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. And uh, 
I'm excited to see this movie and I'm excited for both of you uh, to see what's going to go down with this. And especially if there is a sequel, that'll be exciting. Um, That'll be really exciting. So the last question I got for both of you is, do you have anything at all that you want to promote projects, social media accounts, websites, or anything at all to the listening and the viewing audience? Well, honey, let's start with you. Me? Yeah. <sighs> start with your social um... media. You are on social media now and the people need to know. Oh, <laughs> my life is so exciting. There's so much to know. No, just... Can I tell you a funny story real quick? Can I? Can yes, I absolutely. Oh, ahead, please. I've I have been teaching the I've been teaching her how to use Twitter, and uh, she's she Honey's a grill. By the way, little known trivia fact about Honey Gregory: she is a grill master. This woman, <laughs> this woman can grill a mean pork chop. She is a hardcore grill person. Nice. Oh, no. And so she she randomly sent me a picture of these pork chops she was grilling. Or uh, were they on the grill or was it on the plate? I think they were on the grill. They're on the grill. And I was like, oh, that's that's fantastic. I want to post it on your Twitter. And she was completely perplexed on why I'd want to do that. I'm like, I'm like, you don't understand. People, this is what the people want to see. They want to know what it's like to be in your life. They want to see what you yeah. eat. They want to see, you know, what you're doing. Like people want to feel connected to you, you know? Yeah. So that's, this, this is exactly what they want to see. And like, she, she just, it was, and I think still is perplexed by that. So now, now I keep getting these food pictures from her. It's like, Hey, here's what, here's what I'm having for dinner. Like the, the last one posted was, um, homemade keto. Uh, the, yeah with vegetables let yeah. me just say and th that couldn't be more true because i always <laughs> post my dinner pictures every day on facebook right and it led to me getting www.cookingwithscotty.com <laughs> i'm not trying it's to cheat plug, but i'm just saying that it literally so people do want to see food pictures oh they my do. gosh yeah well th that that last one was ruined by uh she put twilight in the picture i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay so my number one dietary dark chocolate nice. okay for those who want to know i eat it all day long nice nice anyway so twilight was something else let me just say <laughs> well now you need to watch all 12 of the other my things. daughter i got it because my daughter had seen it a couple of years ago and she's not a scary movie person so mm -hmm. she was scared to watch it and she watched it with her friends and i was like oh my god you know so finally the other day i was at half price books wherever and i got it for you know like a couple pennies it was like nothing and um so i said do you want to watch it with mommy and she said yeah and she goes i warn you mommy <laughs> she goes it's really cringy it's really cringy i was like oh teeny bopper movie great and it was so bad <laughs> Sometimes she and I would just laugh so hard I nearly peed my pants. Okay, it was so bad. It was hysterical. <laughs> but Brian was giving me a hard time. He's like, "You're gonna watch that." <laughs> so I, I will. I will say something that I have never publicly confessed. Ooh. Nobody outside of my inner circle knows. Exclusive on slasher and, it, and, actually, this, and I, I'm not. I'm not Ooh. exaggerating when I say that. This actually, I don't think I've ever publicly said this to anybody except like friends. Um, I had to watch all of those films with my ex-wife and I will admit that I actually enjoyed them. I enjoyed the story and I enjoyed the characters. Uh, I not to the extent that I want to go back and watch them again necessarily, but I actually did enjoy them. Um, I, my, my concern about twilight was it has such a bad reputation that people are going to like, I don't want her to put anything in her book. That's going to 
discredit it. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like imagine having like a Are bunch you of like, about my books. Strike that from the record. I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I did not say bad, But I have to admit, I am curious to see what the next one is. But it was like, oh my God, Hannah and I bat, we just burst out laughing, especially when she he snatches her up and throws her on her back and races up the hill. I laugh so hard. I couldn't even stand it. It was just like, oh, I did not just see that. <laughs> once you once you get past the cheese. Though, yeah. like, once you get past them, it's actually not a bad story. Well, the it's your typical teenager, you know, mad Dude, at my mom. Story. Yeah, I've seen this story a thousand times. It's usually a girl on a horse, or you know, or the the, the farm girl goes yeah. to New York, or one of those Hallmark movies where the where yes. the where the prince is supposed to marry the princess, but he goes for yes. the the lowly peasant. Yes, that's <laughs> real. But let us not forget the ultimate vampire movie, The Lost Boys. That yeah. that is like the best vampire movie. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god! How, how can, hang on a second? How in the world can you have been a young woman in the eighties and have not seen The Lost Boys? In the eighties, in the eighties, I was graduating high school. I got married. I had a new baby, and I worked nights. So I didn't like hanging out at the movie theaters. I was busy daytime with my child, nighttime working at a club and hanging out in movies was not something I had a lot of time for. (laughs) There's a lot of movies from the eighties and nineties that now like I'm, I'm finding, I'm discovering like, Mm -hmm. Oh wow, this is great. It's like the secret agent goes to Paris and kills the bad guy. You know, I'm like, Ooh, I love this. You're going to love the lost boys. It's 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 one of those uh it's one of those movies that really defines that decade but it's not cheesy about it that's that's the one thing it gets right it's very 80s like like if you were to to it really speaks Clooney? for its time Clooney's huh? in that one is that the one with Clooney? no Clooney's not in that one that's Corey you're thinking Feldman. of dust till dawn not it's, got oh, Corey, okay, okay. it's got Corey Haim. yeah um it's got Kiefer sutherland uh i can't remember the other two people um before they oh were my God. Actually, Corey, the Corys were, were famous at this point, I think. This was what, still one what, year did, what year did Lost Boys come out? I think it's 84 or 85. I mean, because 84 was Friday the 13th, uh, the final chapter, and Corey Feldman was Tommy Jarvis in that. Lost Boys. 87. Yeah, okay, so, yeah were... so Corey Feldman was in Friday the 13th years before this, and he was in the Goonies before this, too. Yeah, so Corey, so Corey, uh, Corey Feldman, he had, he had been he'd been in the Goonies, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth Four. Yeah, Is he, he still in... acting? Yeah, he was just in a recent indie film, Thirteenth Fanboy, by Friday the Thirteenth alumni Debbie Sue Voorhees. Oh, okay. That had, sure. that had a lot of the Friday the Thirteenth alumni, and Corey Feldman had a smaller part in that. The last time I saw him, he was on some video talking about Hollywood and the negative sides of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Feldman had been in he his first movie was in eighty four. Okay, I think, but I th- it kind of looks like the Lost Boys may have been the one that kind of kicked off his career because okay. he that's when he started doing after Lost Boys was when he started doing some of the other stuff, License mm-hmm. to Drive, you know, in, the, in those movies. So yeah, so I think I think Hayne probably got famous from the Lost Boys. That's probably what really kicked his career off. But Fel- Feldman had been kind of at its since before then. Nice. Um, Jason Patrick, Diane Weist. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. 
Edward Herman is awesome in that movie. But yeah, honey, when you watch it, it's like, it, it, it's one of those stereotypically 80s movies, but it does it well. It doesn't do it cheesy. Am I going to be grossed out or cheesed out? Neither. Neither? Neither. It's it's just a fantastic movie. It, it is. Okay. It, it, it's one of those like decade defining, like you can tell like, okay, this is definitely an 80s film. It's got, a, it's got all of the culture in it, but it doesn't do it cheesily. It, it's, it's very, it's very well done. It's a fantastic right. movie. I, I can't i cannot wait to get the ims about it after you watch it mm. i'm looking forward to it <laughs> nice yeah absolutely uh so do you guys have any uh social medias or websites or anything to promote go ahead brian you know all the addresses all right okay yeah. all right so we'll start with honey so honey is on twitter instagram and on facebook um her twitter is at honey mill girl her instagram is honey the mill girl her Facebook is just honey. Um, she is an author. Uh, she does have a podcast. If you want to check it out. Um, well, that's on my business page. So it's kind of, you know, it's all about business. I mean, it's about divorce stuff. So might be boring to the average person watching. It's really people. well done though. It's, it's really, really well done. Mm. Um, I, I am very active on Facebook. Um, if people, people want to find me, I'm on, I'm, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I'm even on Pinterest, actually. Uh, I'm pretty much on all, on all the social medias, but Facebook's where I, I, I'm at the most. I, I sporadically use Twitter, um, but uh, you can find me, Brian Parkerson, look for a giant beard. Um, my company, Dawn Journey Productions, we do have a, uh, a Twitter page at Dawn Journey Prod. We do have an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page as well. Uh, my podcast is called That Other Interview Show. Um, I'm on all the major platforms. Uh, I've got a Facebook page for it. And, um, I think we just have the Facebook page for it, uh, to, uh, actually starting tomorrow, um, a, a movie I co-wrote with uh, Steve Herman, who you've had on the show. Yeah. Um, it came from somewhere. It's a 50s sci-fi B movie. Um, they're, they're starting production on that tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to miss it due to a COVID thing, but, um, we're really excited about that. I can't wait yeah. to see what that movie is going to become. Yeah, I had, I had Steve on, I had, and Myrna on, um, Myrna on, I had her on twice, uh, to promote trepidity and it, come, it came from somewhere. So did you get to see trepidity? Have you seen it? I yet? didn't get the chance to see it yet. No, but oh, really so good. It. I really That's how I connected with them. That's nice. how I connected with them. It's really good. That whole group actor star is amazing. Yeah. Um, blood repentance will be, we're, our, our goal is early November. Um, yeah. to have it in the can and done. And then we're going to hit the festivals with it. Uh, Honey's got some special plans for it as well. And um, I'm going to do a, try to do a theater premiere as well. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so everybody that if they want to see what Brian or even Honey, what you both are up to maybe a year from now, because maybe they're watching this a year from now, you can check out their IMDb pages. I'm sure they'll be updated with any projects that were done in the past that are that have, they have going on in the future and that they're currently working on in the present. Yeah, and, uh, we, we definitely we definitely have stuff in the works for sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, I thank you, Brian. I thank you, honey, so much for both of you for joining me uh, this evening. It's really been a lot of fun. I had a great time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, absolutely. Guys. Absolutely. You both have a great rest of your night. You Thanks. Too. You too. Right. Like... Thank you. <laughs> Bye.